Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we are going to be talking about not like other girls syndrome and why it is so many women out there seem to really hate other women. As I'm sure all you guys are well aware of by now, Taylor Swift recently released a new single called Me! Exclamation point. And aside from the single being generally well received so far and also featuring the vocals of a singer that I used to have a crush on in high school, some people have noticed that Swift's lyrics kind of display what's come to be known as not like other girls syndrome. Basically, not like other girls syndrome is when a female insists that she's not like the other girls because she's edgy, quirky, or special in some way, when in reality, she is in fact very much like other girls. Let me show you what I mean. We're not going to play the actual song because of copyright reasons, but we can look at the lyrics together. In the song, Swift sings that, I know that I'm a handful, baby. Uh, I know I never think before I jump. I know that I'm a psycho on the phone. I never leave well enough alone. That's some, that's some mighty fine rhyming there. And trouble's gonna follow where I go. But one of these things is not like the others, like a rainbow with all of the colors, i.e. just like, like a regular rainbow. That's what rainbows are. Baby doll, when it comes to a lover, I promise that you'll never find another like me. Ooh, 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 I'm the only one of me. Baby, that's the fun of me. E, 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 ooh, 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 and I promise that nobody's gonna love you like me, e, e. If there is a way to make reading lyrics not awkward, I have not found it. But here you can see that in spite of, or perhaps even because of, this girl's fragile emotional state, she's arguing that her boyfriend should stay with her because there's only one of her and she's not like other girls. And let me just say, I know that songs are just songs, and I'm not saying that Taylor Swift is actually like this as a person, but at the same time, this also isn't the first of her songs that has the same not like other girls mentality. In her song, You Belong With Me, she sings, I'm in my room, it's a typical Tuesday night. I'm listening to the kind of music she doesn't like, and she'll never know your story like I do. But she wears short skirts. I wear t-shirts. Oh, how unique. A woman wearing a t-shirt? What? She's cheer captain and I'm on the bleachers. Not like other girl syndrome is annoying because not only does it bring other women down by assuming that they don't have this super awesome trait that apparently you do, but it also communicates a lack of situational or even self-awareness because a lot of the times that trait that makes that girl so special in her mind or quirky or different is actually very common among the other girls. Take Swift's lyrics, for instance, where she highlights the fact that she wears t-shirts and sneakers because no other girl wears that. Are you kidding? Sneakers on a woman? What is that heresy? And to that, she also mentions how the other girl wears skirts and high heels, as if that feminine fashion choice was maybe some sort of negative thing or defining aspect of her personality. Taylor Swift is definitely not the worst offender of this not like other girls syndrome though. And in fact, on Reddit, there is an entire subreddit dedicated to post that exemplify this type of behavior. And from the subreddit, not like the other girls, we have these gems. Other girls spend money on getting their nails and hair done, while I spend $100 on just dumplings. LOL. Oh my gosh, in a country where more than one in four women are obese, you like food? How quirky. And I'm sorry, but the assumption that women just spend all their money getting their hair and nails done is super sexist. Women who know how to hustle do their own hair and nails, Thank you very much. Other girls, I can't eat in front of guys I like. Me, monster picture. Again, with the eating thing, do these women think that other women don't eat? Like, everybody eats. Other girls, closet full of shoes. Me, 
car full of dogs. Yeah, because it's not like liking dogs or owning a dog is this just super mainstream thing that almost everybody does. No, it's it's super edgy. And here as well, we have that weird underlying assumption that all other women are just these airheaded bimbos who are really into shoes and spend all their money on that. Like, how low of an opinion do you have of other women? Other women, by and large, are not like that. And of course, we have one of my personal favorites. I feel weird at the gym because I'm like the 1% of the girls that still wears an old shirt and some shorts from freshman year, while the other 99% is wearing Gymshark and Lulu's. Wow, what a super special and unique sentiment that also happens to have been liked 171,000 times and retweeted 23,000 times. I guess that 1% of girls who isn't like other girls and that they wear t-shirts to the gym is maybe bigger a percentage than you had thought. But anyway, based on those cringy, cringy posts, of which there are many more of, by the way, we can see that being not like the other girls is really all about separating yourself from other women in a way that makes you special and, it just so happens, makes you more relatable or what you think makes you more relatable to men. Like this special snowflake who tweeted, I'm that watch Star Wars on Netflix kind of girl. Heart emoji. Star Wars is one of the biggest entertainment franchises that there is. A lot of women have seen those movies and like them. I don't even know what that post is trying to say. Yeah, there's a common theme there. Not only are the writers of these posts so different from all the other girls, but they're also different in a way that, I don't know, I guess just makes them super relatable to guys. You know, I like they're pretty much guys. Just like so laid back and cool and loves video games and sci-fi and oh my gosh, food, love food. I'm not saying I think this behavior is entirely about trying to get male attention, but, but I, I, I think it's a lot of it. There are people out there who just need to be unique and different and edgy and special in everything that they do. It's like a personality type. But if that's all that this were, then these women wouldn't need to be bringing other women down in every post that they make. Ladies, if your interest or personality really is that special, then just post that. You don't need to constantly be comparing yourselves to other people, to other women to do that. If I wanted to be different, you know what I would do? I would go skydiving. Not a lot of people go skydiving. And if I wanted you to know that I was different, I would post pictures of me going skydiving. I wouldn't need to make a social media post that says other girls stays on the ground, doesn't go skydiving. Me, go skydiving. If you actually are special and different, you don't need to be constantly telling people that you are special and different. And that's why, if you ask me, this whole not like other girls syndrome is born out of the fact that a lot of women just don't like each other based on our sexually competitive nature. It's no secret that men are competitive with each other. And in fact, evolutionary psychologists talk about that all the time. A lot of that competitive drive that we see so commonly in men is based on the biological urge to compete for the best mate. Evolutionarily, historically, and even currently speaking, the way that men can best attract the ideal mate possible to raise their offspring with is by rising to the top of dominance and resource hierarchies. That's not disputed much. But what doesn't get talked about as often is the way that females compete with each other for male mates. And I know I may have just triggered some incels with that comment, but it's true. Women compete with other women for the attention of men the same way that men compete with other men for the attention of women. And although women's competition may not be as overtly aggressive as men's is, if you ask me and a lot of other women, it's much, much more vicious. 
much, much more. Because don't get me wrong, although women don't need to try nearly as hard as men do to secure a sexual partner, women do compete very heavily with each other when it comes to finding long-term mates. And heck, even when it comes to hookups, one-night stands, just casual sexual partners, whatever you want to call it, there is still a lot of competition among women to attract the attention of the, uh, the, the Jensen Ackles of the crowd. If you don't know who that is, he's an actor and is the first quintessentially hot guy that I could think of off the top of my head, but I, I think he's married. Not saying he does that kind of thing, but you know what I mean. And actually, as Dr. Noam Spencer writes, according to evolutionary theory, intrasexual competition will concern mainly those traits that are attractive to the opposite sex. The American evolutionary psychologist David Buss found in the 80s that intrasexual competition takes two primary forms, self-promotion and competitor derogation. Men demonstrate and promote their physical abilities and social status, i.e. masculine traits favored by women. Women tend to promote their youth and physical attractiveness, i.e. feminine traits favored by men. men try to derogate their rivals by disparaging their economic and physical strength, while women criticize the age, appearance, and character of their opponents. And Dr. Spencer continues that according to Joyce Benenson, a researcher at Emanuel College in Boston, competition among women has three unique characteristics. First, because they have to protect their bodies from physical harm so as not to interfere with present or future pregnancy and childbirth, women rely on veiled aggression towards other women behind verbal gymnastics or under cover of the group rather than physical confrontation. This is a really important point to make about female competition that I think a lot of guys may not understand. Just because women may not be as confrontational or physically aggressive with each other as men are, that doesn't mean we're all just getting along. While men, by and large, may turn to physical aggression to settle disputes and competition, women instead usually prefer the cattiness route. And that's why, whether it's in high schools or even corporate America, the phenomenon of women socially bullying other women is a huge issue. According to one study, quote, middle school females in the southwestern and southeastern United States are more likely than boys to report receipt of cyberbullying, 25% versus 11%, as well as initiating cyberbullying as the offender of the behavior, 13% versus 8.6%. Additionally, it said that, quote, females tend to participate in more indirect forms of bullying. These forms involve such techniques as psychological and emotional harassment and aggression, for example, gossiping and catty nitpicking. And when it comes to female-on-female -female bullying in the workplace, one report wrote that, quote, new research published in the journal Development and Learning in Organizations finds that 70% of female executives feel as though they've been bullied by other women in their workplaces and that these bullying incidents have stunted their professional growth. The study by London-based consultant Cecilia Harvey labels the bullying Queen Bee Syndrome, which is when women treat their other female colleagues in a demoralizing manner by undermining their credibility or status or by manipulating others into thinking less of them. So essentially, it's been confirmed by numerous studies what a lot of us already knew, which is that women aren't just about love and compassion and getting along we have a dark side. But as Dr. Spencer's article continues, intrasexual competition among women also manifests itself in that a common way women deal with the threat represented by a remarkably powerful or beautiful woman is by insisting on standards of equality, uniformity, and sharing for all the women in the group and making these attributes the normative requirements of proper femininity. If you ask me, trying to erase sexual competition by enforcing standards of uniformity is what the modern feminist movement has become 
become all about. Remember when that Protein World ad featuring the hot model in a bikini went up in the UK and feminists were so mad that they actually got the ad banned? Remember how every single time that the Victoria's Secret fashion show airs, feminists complain that it's not trans-inclusive or body positive enough? They may have claimed that that was about trying to prevent the objectification of women, but really, feminists are naked all the time. They were trying to enforce uniformity among women because if people like Adriana Lima exist, what hope of securing a mate does the average feminist have? But anyway, back to not like other girls syndrome. Amazingly enough, we see that those posts display both main methods of intersexual competition, self-promotion and competitor derogation. For example, when a woman tweets out what other girls go for as Halloween versus what my mates want to go as, featuring a photo of some scantily clad ladies in essentially lingerie, next to some women dressed as wholesome breakfast staples, not only is she performing self promotion by saying, look how modest and funny and quirky I am, but she's also performing competitor derogation by saying, look how whorish those other girls are. When a girl posts a photo saying that other girls have fake boobs and wear makeup and are skinny and trashy, but that I have real boobs and I'm natural and are just right, not too skinny and nerdy, not only... Actually, I don't think I need to explain that one. I think it's pretty clear what she's doing. That aspect of not like other girls syndrome that makes some women so quick to disparage other girls is why I said that a lot of women just don't like other women and it's something that in my opinion sets female competition apart from male competition. Because although men do try to compete with each other, I feel like a lot of the times it's more about pulling yourself up rather than pushing someone else down like it is for females. And even though men are really competitive with each other, they also still enjoy working with groups or maybe even competing in groups. That's why things like group sports are such a big deal. But that's not so much the case with women. In fact, even in situations where women should be on the same team, like in a corporate environment when they're colleagues, they still find ways to attack each other. And honestly, if I had to guess why that is, and this is just my own hypothesis not backed up by anything, I would say that men, even though they compete with each other, still have more of a drive to work together than women do. Evolutionarily speaking, even with intrasexual competition in mind, men still had to work with each other for things like hunting or defense. Hunting with other people is more effective than hunting alone, especially if we're talking about big game. Defending yourself against a foreign invader, definitely better to have a group than just be a single person. So even though they've been competing for mates, men have always still had reason to work with each other, but that hasn't really been the case for women. Historically, women's role has been to take care of children, and I'm not sure there are really any gains to be made doing that cooperatively. Those are just my thoughts and ramblings, but I would love to know what you guys think about female sexual competition and those girls who are just so not like other girls. Is this cattiness really just about trying to get male attention, or do these girls really think that they are genuinely not like other girls? And if so, what is causing that belief? As always, let me know. But that's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time.